Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 88. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in the world, I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So we have got a duo today. We have got Mike Compton and George Zwerko from Three Chair Productions. So Mike is the multimedia expert in storytelling and George is the creative director and artist. And I'm really looking forward to getting stuck into finding out more about you know, transforming your communication through the creative video storytelling. And we're going to dive right in. It was a great interview had so much fun which i'm sure it will come across on the interview but let's get started hi george hi mike welcome to the show oh thanks for having us hey jeff thanks for having us really looking forward to getting into this because as i told you just before we hit the record button that i've had some clients who have talked about this and i too struggle with this sort of enigma um, in the video, in the video production side of it. So, can before we really get into it, can you give us a little bit of a backstory about what brought you to you both to this point today? Gotcha. Um, well, uh, the, our journey started about five years ago this past January. Uh, so we're we've been in business just a little over five years. Uh, it started. Uh, I, I've always been in the marketing and advertising side of things. Uh, agency owner worked at advertising agencies uh, here and overseas. And uh, one day I was just thinking through how I could provide a service to my clients and and thought that I would offer a video production arm of my business. So we would be a a one-stop shop for our clients. And I've known Mike for quite a long time, probably closer to 15 years. And uh, so I struck up a conversation with Mike and started talking about video production and how we could make that happen. Uh, and after a few martinis, decided that uh, instead of bringing it in-house, we should start a separate entity called Three Chairs Productions and, and provide uh, video production and video marketing services uh, and not wrap it into the agency side of things. And, and here we are today. Wow. wow. So it was, it was obviously a good, uh, good martinis, Mike. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's, a, a there's a great bar on 7th Avenue in Ybor City that we, we call home. <laughs> home away from home and uh it's called carmine's on seventh and they have they have really good martinis no, and don't forget to not you know don't don't not mention the american advertising federation too that really brought us back to uh talking uh about this entity about three chairs productions uh he was past president of the american advertising federation tampa bay and and i'm past president just after him and uh, we had a pretty good run there, pretty good succession plan for three to four years there. And we ended up winning Club of the Year mm-hmm. the year after mine. So I got the trophy as chairman yeah. of the National Club of the Year. George got a pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. there is no friendly competition between you at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Fantastic. So, so the, the, the art of – so for you, was it about helping people – be able to tell their their business story or their narrative through video that did it? Or did you see that there was a, a hole in the market in the area that you were working in? What sort of 
brought you into that video, the video sphere? Obviously, you knew each other, but what actually brought you into that decision? It's been my passion since college, uh, Michigan State, go green. Uh, since, you know, 99, I've been producing video in one way or another. Um, and then moved down to Tampa and just picked up and started where, you know, picked up from where I started in college in a smaller market. Could have went to New York City, could have went to L.A., be a dime a dozen. Instead, I figured I'd come to Tampa and, and be maybe, you know, a quicker, bigger fish in a small pond and, and actually worked out. Uh, but storytelling and, and content of video has been there since day one. We were doing viral videos, quote unquote, viral videos back in 03, you know, for companies. And, and companies are just now starting to turn around and really, really see the benefit of having video yeah. and what it does. For so them. what do you think is the... Um... Do you think it's uh, anyone can create this or, or anyone can use video to create the story for their their brand, their product, their their business? Or do you think the specific markets it works best for? You know, we think that video is always going to be an important marketing tool to tell any brand story. Uh, I think that first and foremost is is one thing that we realized about consumers and how they consume media. Uh, consumers prefer uh, information that's entertaining and engaging, and there's no other medium out there that can deliver that other than video. Uh, video is always going to be the best way to engage with an audience a lot quicker because you can tell uh, something of a story. Uh, the challenge is, is uh, a lot of that that media consumption is changing. People want that story faster, they want it shorter. And so as storytellers and, and content creators, but we have to get a lot more creative to be able to uh, still make the story engaging enough and interesting enough, uh, but tell it a lot shorter, a lot faster, a lot quicker. Um, but what we do has always been based on what the market dictates they want. Uh, we noticed that video was where it was going to be and that there was always going to be room for video out of any other industry, and especially after after uh, uh, after 2008 when when the market kind of turned uh, and took a, and took a downturn. Uh, one of the industries that wasn't going to change was going to be video. People are going to want to be entertained always. Uh, they're always going to want to get their information that way. Uh, we think that people are reading less uh, and watching more. Uh, they rather have that information delivered in, in a way that they can understand quickly and not have to try to figure it out themselves. Uh, and so video is always going to be where it's at. Okay. Okay. So if we if we can sort of break this down, if you've got so, so some of the listeners have had their business for a long time and they, they know what they're doing, they're just trying to get more productive and more slicker in how they do it. And then we've got other parts of the listeners who are kind of like new to business would love to get their message out, but they are, you know, maybe frightened about standing in front of the camera or, you know, they're just looking at maybe something like vlogging or videos for business. Can you kind of like give us some tips and hints of how to be more creative in how they tell their story about their brand or business? Uh, sure. I, I think uh, the one way to do it is to just take a step back. And um, as business owners, we're, we're all very close to, to our product, to our service. 
Uh, and we always fail to just take a step back and, and understand how consumers view that product or service. And I think first and foremost, you have to, you have to understand it from the consumer's perspective. How is, how is my customer going to be best uh, approached with my message? And how are they going to understand that message? And what's that conversation going to be like? Uh, and, and it's very difficult for business owners to let go, especially small business owners. I mean, that's your, you know, that's your baby. You, you, you've developed this company and you're very close to it. And, and in your mind, there's a way that you sell it. And there's a way that, and there's a pride that comes with that of how you communicate the benefits of that product or service. But I think it's always important just to take a step back. And I think it's also important to allow somebody else, a third party, to tell that story for you. Uh, because you know we're we, we're new to that story, and we're going to put a spin on that story based on how we feel your customer or your audience is going to uh, be best approached. And that's why you look at some of the video content we have on our, our website. You 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 bring up uh, the one video that we did for uh, for the the education video that we did. Um, we're not from that industry. We don't understand that nonprofit world. We, you know, that's that was new to us. But what we do understand is what motivates people. And so we, we take that marketing approach to how we tell that story. And we were able to put a creative spin on that, that gave, that yielded results for our clients. Now, if they were to do that on their own, well, one, they don't come for our industry. They don't they don't understand uh, the first thing about creating video. Uh, let alone uh, being creative with the content you're developing. But that's the world that we come yes. from. Yeah. Yeah, particularly, I also like the one of the um, the ferry crossing and the guy telling the story about the, I can't remember the name of the island or whatever it was that he was doing, but the, he tells that story and you've got the ship bell in the background and, you know, you've got all of that. And it really does start to build that picture up. And I think one, well, I think one of the other challenges is when you when you are a small or micro business, let's say, and your budget is restricted, and you're trying to do it on your own. The other challenge is, is getting, I guess the um, is it the composition that you would possibly say because most of them is just head talks. You know the the um, I can't remember the term, but basically just the shoulders and just them speaking. So they're quite boring, and. And no one wants to just listen, listen for someone just talking. Quite often they do go on. I know I'm guilty of that one. Um, and they just do go on and on and on. And there's no real narrative to it. It's just literally someone talking. Have you, when you tell a story, are you using sort of the skills from the movie and combined, uh, the skills from filming and combined with, the marketing side to create that narrative and structure because i'm just trying to think of those people who can't necessarily um afford to bring in someone who's going to do the videos for them because you know maybe their budget just isn't that strong or anything else is what sort of things can they look at to help them create that narrative as well it's it's really reaching out to a pro like us just to kind of give it either at least a consultation and we can some research and then give a good, good give a good answer from you know because each product is different for example it's talking heads is what you're hmm. what you're what you're that's the to. word i was looking for it just escaped me i needed the martini you were close yes <laughs> feel free feel free um so what i was saying is you know we had a, a we have a client now that wants training videos and it 
it's an example of the office space, right? I mean, it's boring type of information that they're giving. We came up with an idea of, of making it a little more interesting by creating a, a transformer that goes from a printer, like a real life printer to our transformer. So now he's our host and he's doing fun, interactive things with the talking heads and kind of elaborating a little bit more. So we're not just listening to, you know, the senior vice president talk about how it's important that we need to get this paper pushed out. You know what I mean? Like there's things that we could do to add and, and it can be within your budget, whatever yeah. that might be. And also I'm, 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 I'm assuming as well from the, the conversation we've had just already is that pre-production side is really critical. It's not just a matter of just standing in front of the camera and recording. It's about that, that, that backstory and all of the, the collection of information in order to help you create the right story for it. You got it, Jeff. So, Jeff, uh, to chime in, when you talk about a client or a, a, uh, a solo entrepreneur, someone who's just starting out, they don't have the budgets, uh, they really can't afford video, but they know that it could be a, a very important tool to their marketing strategy. Uh, if if I was that person and I'm coming up with a way to tell my story, uh, some of the things that I may want to keep in mind is I, I, I would want to first, instead of just getting in front of the camera and just starting to talk, I would script out some really key points about my, my business or my product that I think would be relevant to my audience. So I would just jot that down and then find the most concise and short shortest way to communicate those points. Um, because you got to remember, if I'm if I'm communicating, and this this goes for any any business, no matter how big or small you are, you always have to approach your your audience at a literacy level of about fifth grade, because you don't know who is going to be viewing this content. So the the, the more simple you can keep that message, the better off you're going to be. And then the other thing I would do is if I'm going to capture image or shoot some video, whether it's with my iPhone or with a small camera that I have in my house, I, I would kind of in a way do a, do a very generic storyboard, meaning I would think through what those images are gonna be and how they relate to the points I'm going to make. So, you know, maybe if I'm thinking, all right, well, I wanna capture myself on camera talking about point A, all right, well, then how am I gonna do that? Where am I gonna be standing? What kind of light am I gonna be using? Um, am I outside, am I inside? Uh, what's gonna be more important for me to communicate that one particular point? And then maybe the second point requires some type of on-screen graphic. Well, then what kind of graphic am I using? Is it a PowerPoint slide? Uh, how do I construct that PowerPoint slide? What points do I want to make? What colors do I want to use? Uh, then maybe the, 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 the third point requires just a, a, a generic shot you know, of, of just a scenery or a landscape. Well, what landscape am I using? And why is that important or relevant to that third point that I'm trying to make? So thinking through those basic things can help someone who can't afford a production company just kind of do it on their own. And it, it may not be polished and the production value may not be extremely high, but at least it's a little bit more entertaining than just kind of going off the cuff and then just just talking to yeah. a camera and battle. Yeah, because I mean, looking at, I mean, even looking at the, the demos that you've got, without a shadow of a doubt, you, you know, it goes without saying, and common sense would say, you're going to get a better quality of product giving it to a company like mm -hmm. yourselves. You know, you know, because you know what you're doing. You've got all the you've got all the gear. You you come from that background, 
And I think is, you know, even those those samples that you've got, and I highly recommend anyone listening to have a look at the, their website because there's a couple of the thing, um, samples that they've got that you just, it just immediately creates this emotion behind it. Now, if you're doing it on your own, you don't, you, it, it's, it's unlikely, it'd lovely, be lovely if you can do it, but it's unlikely that you're going to be able to create that emotion that quick because you haven't got the skill sets. Right. Don't be afraid to try, though. Yeah. Don't be afraid to give it your own shot. Use your own cell phone. There's, there's some, you know, producing tidbits out there like, you know, Voices.com. If you need a voiceover, mm-hmm. you can get really good auditions and really, you know, quality, inexpensive voiceovers. There's Pond5.com where you can get these great templates for motion graphics. And you can even get stock footage, stock video. I mean, you know, these are some kind of tricks to the trade, but they're useful for even the solopreneur. Yeah. Um, and, the and what is what is the sweet spot in length for video? Because <laughs> because I'm I mean I honestly I've heard about you know six or seven different length times. So is there is yeah. there a is it depending on the video or depending where the video is and all of that sort of stuff? Is or is there a magic sweet spot? Yeah, it it depends on where the video lives. So if you're gonna if you're gonna put your content online, uh, it, it, we were just talking about this just minutes ago. Uh, there's there's uh, there's video formats that are short as six seconds. Uh, and what we're finding is that for an online delivery, anywhere between six and as much as fifteen seconds is probably as as the most you want to do for for any online engagement. It's just like people, they want to skip the video when they feel that video online pre-roll or mid-roll is intrusive and it's, and it doesn't carry the content that's relevant to them at that moment in time. And, and so what you're finding is a lot of people are just now, if it's 30 seconds or, or, or longer, they're just skipping. They're, they're not even viewing. They're just, they're just bypassing it. And so, you know, that, that's a waste across the board. And so the, the shorter you can keep that content, uh, the, the quicker you can keep the message, the better. Uh, the problem that you run into is creativity. It's like, how can I get really creative in six seconds? Well, for you can imagine on the agency side, for a lot of the creative directors and art directors and writers, they're pounding their head. They're like, there's no way I'm going to tell a story in six seconds. Well, that's the challenge because that's where media consumption is going. So we, we all have to evolve with what our consumers are looking for. And so we're we're in that we're in that space. We've developed six second ads for for some of our clients. We do fifteen second snippets for for social media for online usage, because we know people. If it's longer than that, you're going to lose your viewer. Yeah. And you're right. Everyone's going faster. I mean, I've got friends who listen to their audio books at three times speed, and you know, because they <laughs> yeah, months. because they can literally consume you know six hours in in half the in more less than half the time and it's and you're like wow okay i mean like the day they start reading fiction that fast is a completely different story but my kids will what no, no, no. they'll fast you know drag through the a video to watch it and mm-hmm. it is crazy how quick we are wanting to consume data yet we don't really consume it we just skim mm-hmm. it so it's trying to get the attention grabbing stuff i guess to draw you to slow down and just start watching it. That's right. You want to tell Three Chairs Light? Yeah, if you, on our website, we also have a section called Three Chairs Light. Uh, 
Three Chairs Light uh, is designed for those solo entrepreneurs, uh, those small businesses that they do not have video budgets. Uh, they would like to create video, but they don't have the time to do it themselves. I mean, I mean, if you own a business, I mean, you barely have enough time to do much. Uh, you're wearing multiple hats. And so now you're going to create content too. No one has time or wants to make the time for that. So we came up with Three Chairs Light. And Three Chairs Light offers uh, four-tier uh, packages where the smallest package, I think it's $50 a month. And uh, you, you, there's a setup fee. But what we'll do is we'll create your content for you. We'll, um, but you basically, you fill out a couple of data fields where you pick, you know, you pick a, 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 an industry, uh, you supply us some copy points, uh, you pick a music, uh, you know, a music genre. Uh, and then what we'll do is edit uh, for you uh, a video, and then we'll supply that to you in 48 hours. Um, and then you sign up for the package and we'll supply one video a month uh, for whatever package. You I pick. feel basically make so, the yeah, whole process a lot easier for those people that don't have the crazy film budgets or whatever it is. You'll create, you've created yeah. a product that allows, if you want entry level businesses to get professionally done videos at an affordable cost. That's right. Each package, you get a little bit more. So your basic package, uh, I, I have in front of me now, starts at seventy five dollars. Uh, the expert package, the most expensive package, is two hundred and twenty five a month. Um, but for your basic package, you get music licensing, you get uh, editing with, with tech super. So we'll take any of the content or the, the verbiage you'd like to mention. We'll put that on screen. Uh, and then it also includes your stock footage. And it's 75 a month, and every month you get a cool. video. Okay. So, guys, we're going to jump over to the second part of the show. But I have to ask, where does the name Three Chairs Productions come from? That always comes up. <laughs> it does. Um, so, uh, Three Chairs Productions is uh, creative production and you, the client. We believe in a very collaborative, it's a very collaborative approach. We don't, uh, we never wanted to be that type of video marketing company that would uh, just take your information, run, create content, and then say, here you go, have a nice day. Uh, we believe in full collaboration with our clients. I mean, you know better than we do what you want to say and how you want to say it, and you understand your customer base. And so it has to be collaborative right from the beginning. Hi, guys. So just before we jump over to the second part of the show, I wanted to let you know that Success IQ Alliance, my membership program, will be entering its pilot phase shortly. And I'm looking for a group of people that would like to join me during this phase at the very beginning of the whole process. If you're interested, and would like to find out more information, then please email me at info at jeffnicholson.co.uk. Places are limited, but it would be lovely to see you there. Speak soon, wishing you the greatest success, and have an awesome week. Okay, guys, we're going to jump over to the second part of the show, um, where I get a chance to ask you both some questions. So are you guys ready? Sure. Sorry, they're not they're not ridiculously difficult. You'll be fine. A couple of Mai Tais and a couple of, you know, whatever else that takes your fancy, you'll be all good. Okay, question number one is, um, how much time a week do you spend on self-development? That's body, mind, and spirit. Oh, I, I, I actually spend probably about 10 minutes every day where I go through my personal mantra. I look in the mirror. I say my mantra every day. Uh, pumps me up, gets me ready. 
uh, and it, it kind of just prepares me to win. Brilliant. George, I love the fact you do it in front of a mirror. Oh, yeah. I got I to gotta look at the guy I'm talking to. <laughs> right. Do you know Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that, that's the thing is I've done that for the last, oh, God, since 2006. Um, and I've always done it in front of the mirror because it's that fact that you've got to get, you've got to check that you've been serious. Yeah. I love that. George, you rule. Okay, Mike, you got to beat that one. Well, no, we can go to the next question if you want. <laughs> no, no. I know you two like competition. So come on, bring it up. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, I, I spend it, you know, the, the second half of my day when we get out of work, I, I spend it with the kids. So I'm, you know, I've got two, two and a half year old twin boys. Uh, and we, uh, we go to the park and we go jogging and we go, you know, I was teaching them yesterday how to do push-ups. you know? So, so it, that's big for me is, is the family time, you know? Proper ones or with your knee on the ground? Proper. What are you talking about, Jeff? <laughs> Proper ones. <laughs> I'm really okay. surprised you do push-ups. It started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Love it. Okay, now, though, every time you go to the park, it will be daddy, 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 push-ups, push-ups. Yeah, that's You're going to have biceps like Popeye by the end of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number two. What is your favorite personal development book and why? Well, Michael, let me go first this time. Yeah. Uh, mine is always the tried and true Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. I always think that that's just a good thing to go back to and get down the basics and how do you treat people. Um, eye contact, shaking hands, just being friendly and, you know, treating people how they, how they need to be treated, how, you know, respecting others. Uh, I'd say it's the Thank You Economy by Gary Vee. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, I think that one uh, really just brings it back to basics for me on how to build a successful business with just, just some, some uh, basic things and some basic ideas that we tend to over, we tend to forget and overlook. Okay, question number three is: What is your favorite app? I love Shipped. Have you have you done Shipped yet? Say that again because I S- don't know whether the microphone. S H I P T Shipped. They'll no. deliver your groceries. Okay, okay. The microphone did not at first pick up Shipped. But that's fine. What did it pick up? Then, <laughs> it wasn't shipped, but okay. This is shipped, people. Okay, so it, is it like a courier, a courier or courier service? Is yep, it? exactly. All oh, right, okay. We don't have that in the UK. We're not sophisticated. Oh, I'm sure you are. <laughs> okay, George. Uh, I would say it's TuneIn. Uh, I pick up a lot of podcasts, and there's a lot of great. Uh, uh, storytelling podcast that I listen to and, and I don't know, I tune, I, I open it up every day. It's one of the things, first thing I listen to in the car. Uh, so I would have to say that's probably my favorite. So question number four is what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? So everybody, not everybody, a lot of people really disregard audio when it comes to video and audio is truly, truly one of the most important parts of your video. Um, and if you don't have good audio, you know, and people, people understand, people will tune out. If they can't understand what's going on, if they don't know what the person's talking about, they're going to turn out, they're going to turn off. Um, 
And so one, you know, we sent it, we sent a crew out one time and we didn't, you know, really properly check the mics because it was a run and gun. It was all, it's always fast. It's always quick. And, um, you know, we didn't do our true audio test and, you know, we got the footage back into the edit suite and the audio is cracking. You know, you know, there's always, you know, technology is great, but sometimes technology can bite you in the butt. And if you don't do test your stuff properly uh, on a daily, um, you're going to you're going to have an issue eventually. Uh, So so audio is really, really, really important in our our business. Brilliant. Excellent. Okay, question number five. Um, What are the challenges in harmonizing work and life and how do you manage them? That's our. That's our. That's the, one of the reasons why we became entrepreneurs in, in the first place, is that uh, we wanted to be able to to maintain control of our time and our freedom, uh, more than anything else, more than money, uh, freedom in our time and, and how we manage that is is more important. Uh, and so our work environment is uh, very loosely structured. Uh, we, you know, we 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 communicate well with one another and our staff and. And everyone's free to come and go as they please, because what we want them to do is live happy lives. So uh, the happier they are, the more productive they're going to be at work. Uh, so it's part of our it's part of our culture that we instill that in everyone that it's it's family first, it's life first, it's it's the quality of your life, and and we want everyone to think and dream big, and then collectively we're all going to figure out how to get there. I love that. I love that. Do you have anything to add, Mike? Obviously, yours is working on your biceps with your twins on your back. But, Good thing you know. this is a this is not a video podcast right now. Right? <laughs> I I'm huge. I'm stacked as far as you know. Um, <laughs> I, I've, although although I've got you one sheet, so um, oh, I, know, right. I, I know that's not true. <laughs> Our listeners don't though. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Like I was saying, we build entrepreneurs here and we really give them the complete freedom. Everybody knows the deadline. Everybody knows the creative. Everybody knows what's at hand and their tasks. And we're very transparent in everything we do down to budgets. Um, so so we just we, communication and transparency is key uh, with our culture. And have you have you both always had that culture when you've run your separate businesses before you started this collaboration? Have you have you always been had that sort of ethic in that transparency and that um, that work life balance thing for your staff, or has this been something that you've experienced through your changes in in your careers? Yeah, I, I think it was in, in you know as we got as we got older and wiser, and as Mike got more buff. Uh, that we started to uh, change how we, we approach that because I, I uh, when I first became an entrepreneur and I opened my first agency, uh, I had 30 employees. We were very structured. Uh, it, it wasn't like it is now. And uh, I, I, I remember my employees not all being happy and, and I remember my employees not all being productive. Uh, and it was uh, it was like we were just we weren't we were, we didn't operate as a well-oiled machine, and uh, and I and I think we felt the effects of that because then when 08 hit, uh, we weren't able to survive that, and so when I started uh, immediately uh, when I closed that shop and I started my next one, I I made it a point that I was never going to fall into that business model again, and uh, here I am ten years later after that. 
Uh, and I, I am probably happier and, and I think we're more successful. And I, and I, I, I anticipate the next 10, 10 years to probably be the most profitable years that I can ever imagine. Yeah, brilliant. Okay. Okay, question number six is what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? Huh, there's a couple. Um, what do you got? I'm the guy that says, you know, just put yourself out there and get it get it started and, and fail quickly. Um, that's kind of me, but that's – I'm the producer guy. I'm the guy that kind of wants to push things through, whereas George would be the opposite of that, uh, which is why we work well so, so well together, is he wants to think things through a little bit more and, and do them more research and – yeah, but I don't disagree with what you're saying. Yeah, I, I do want to do the research, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be afraid of getting my you know taking the first step. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll get it out there and figure it out. Yeah, uh, but I'll I'll uh, I know where I want to be, and I for some reason I think you can once you have the vision, uh, just head in that direction and take everything you've learned in life and use that as a benefit. Uh, and, and put that to work for you because you got to this point and you got to that decision uh, because you were good at what you were doing and you knew it. So then all of a sudden you, you, you get to that threshold and you stop because you think, I, oh, I got I to gotta dot more I's and cross more T's. Mm-hmm. That, it, just get over the threshold. Mm-hmm. You'll, there's plenty of time to dot I's and cross T's. And yeah, you will fail. All the preparation you do before crossing the threshold will not protect you from failure. Right. You will fail. That's part of the journey. But that's the best part of the journey. That's the most exciting part of the journey because you'll fail and you learn the most. Mm -hmm. And every step gets better. And also it's that trap that I I don't know whether you, I'm sure you face it, you experience it as well with clients and stuff like that. It's There's an awful lot of people that don't move because they're waiting for it to be perfect. Right. And it's never going to be perfect, especially if if you're the sort of measuring tool. And if you're a perfectionist, it's never going to be to where you want to be. You've got to get it out there to get the feedback from the outside, not your own feedback. Mm -hmm. I would also say talk about it. Talk about your passions. Tell people what you're thinking. Tell people what you're up to. Because now when you start talking about it, you're accountable. And then they're going to come at you and say, hey, what happened to that? You're going to be able to say, yeah, we pushed through. We launched last week. You know, this, that, and the other. Question number seven is, what is your definition of success? I think we were just talking about that is, is uh, work-life balance, you know, happy life, you know, happy wife, happy all that, happy family. Um, it's, a, it's that special work-life balance that really, to me, equals success. Yeah, I agree. Number eight, do you have any type of morning routine that gets you prepped for the day? I know we've talked about George's. Mike, do you have any specific routine? Apart from push-ups, obviously. Survival. (laughs) (laughs) Push-ups. I love it. Now, see, see, now I put that out there. Now, next time we talk, I'm going to be 20 pounds lighter. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be jacked, man. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Not only that, I've, uh, I've just signed up on Twitter for you, so I'm gonna keep reminding you and holding you accountable. That's great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're doing me a favor. And your twins are gonna have serious uh, biceps as well. Serious biceps. <laughs> daddy, daddy, <laughs> let's go lift. <laughs> when they start throwing, oh, when so they're deep. Deep. You're three. <laughs> 
<laughs> when they start throwing their bottle at you and it's coming through like oh, some receiver from the yeah. Oh, that's been happening already. <laughs> so so it, actually, it's just getting the day started, getting the boys to a point, having you know, getting their breakfast and and getting out the door to come here to the studio and get whatever work needs to be done. Man, we just. Cool. Okay, so the light, the last question is called the life lesson question. It's basically you pick a number between 1 and 50, whatever lesson it lands on. These are lessons that I've learned from recovering from a long-term illness and starting my own business. Um, and it is kind of like our final discussion point. Um, so, gentlemen, pick a number between 1 and 50. 15. <laughs> 15. All right. Okay, so interestingly enough, it's always allow yourself to think big. Oh, what's that? Um, well, that's mine. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. I like that one. All right. So, so really what that stems from is, is if you think small, that's what you'll achieve. And you'll never, you'll never really reach your full potential or the potential that you really want to, to get there because you're restricting yourself of what's possible. And I'm just wondering what you think. No, that's yeah. exactly it. We think big every day. New clients come by and, and they, they, they give us a, a plan or, or a project and we're always kind of trying to think bigger than that project for them. Yeah, because it's quite it's quite difficult, especially when you first start. There's this fear that goes, no, no, I can't possibly I can't possibly say that out loud. But as you said before, share your passions, your dreams, your thoughts, because that's more likely going to push you towards reaching your potential than actually keeping it this secret just because you're worried that someone's going to laugh at you. And actually, you're just telling the wrong people. You need to tell the people who are going to support you and move you forward rather yeah. than the people who are going to hold you back. All right, chaps. So the floor is now yours. How can people find out more about you? Uh, obviously, you can go to our website, uh, threechairsproductions.com. Uh, that has a lot of our information. You'll see some really great work there. Uh, you'll see information on Three Chairs Light if that falls in your wheelhouse. Uh, you'll see some samples of our work, and, and obviously you can you can gauge from that that we can handle a, a variety of different types of productions and different size productions. Uh, our site primarily focuses on video marketing because we're big believers that uh, you can create the content, but after you have the content, what do you do with it? And what we like to do is help our clients think through distribution as well. Uh, so threechairsproductions.com is the best way to see where we are, and, and you'll have links there to our email addresses and, and also some LinkedIn uh, links there under our bios that talk, you know, will take you to LinkedIn so you can learn a little bit more about us. Yeah, and are you on Twitter and Facebook as well? We're on Facebook. Okay. We don't tweet very well. No. We don't tweet. We don't no. Tweet well. We let no. the president tweet for us. <laughs> fantastic gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure having on the show thank you very much and um, wishing you the greatest success thank you thanks jeff so first of all just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today it's lovely to know you're listening and i really appreciate the support if you'd like to know more about me my services and how to connect with me on social media then please visit www jeffnicholson.uk and that's jeff g-e-o-f-f i also invite you to join my growing community on facebook search for jeff nicholson uk and join like-minded people because it would be absolutely awesome to see you there you can tune in and listen to us on spotify stitcher soundcloud and tune in and of course itunes 
If you have enjoyed the show and have time, please leave a rating and review and because it, it really does help me grow the show and make the impact I'm aspiring to do with the show. I wish you the greatest success and remember, don't settle for mediocrity. Go out there and create and live the exceptional. Have a lovely week.